I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What do you think would happen if I didn't start the episode the way that we normally do? You uh, did very well there. <laughs> just uh, you, you just bring in Ghost of Boyfriends past into it. And I know. It's like, what do you think, think is like the weirdest <laughs> sex thing that anyone's ever done on a podcast? That's often how I open Ghost of Boyfriends past. No, well, I just, sometimes I get bored with our hello and welcome kind of, and I'm just like, yeah, what if we just like up. start chatting? At the top of a podcast and then cool. introduce ourselves. Yeah, that's that's cool. So I'm Liz Best. <laughs> I am one of your castologists. And here at Castology, we recommend and review podcasts. I'm also here with... Zane C.C. Webber. And Nick Bleeker. And this is what we do. We listen to podcasts. We love podcasts. See, we got both of them in. Like, we'll have a bit of a chat. I, I wasn't criticising this, this technique. Just I was just pointing it out. I just wanted to mix it up. I did think about telling you before we went on mic, but then that would be boring. Sometimes yeah. format breaking can be freaky, but sometimes it can be energising. Which is it today? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you later. Yeah. So we are going to do what we do every single week, which is each one of us is going to recommend a podcast to each other and to you. And then we're going to review the podcast that we brought last week. And we have a theme this we week. We do have a theme. The theme is education. I don't know why I said it like that, but mm. it makes me sound very smart. Education. education. So, yeah, it's it's a kind of anything that comes under the education banner, I guess. And I would like to hear what Zane has to say first. Interesting. Why? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I Good have, point, well made <laughs> I have recommended a podcast called For the Love of Teaching So For the Love of Teaching is actually part of a teacher aid service That provides materials on curriculum for teachers in Australia oh, cool. So primary teachers uh, so they're run from a website called Teach Starter. Their podcast is basically their members who are also teachers and what have you talking about things that they want to teach about or things that happen in the classroom or problems that happen in the classroom. So there are some episodes like about mindful teaching or how to teach about body safety, consent and boundaries, that sort of thing. Um, but also then like Halloween or curious creatures or like book recommendations that you can focus on in class and what you can, what a class can get from certain things. So this is definitely s- s- aimed at teachers and those who work with kids. Right. Okay. Even parents. The reason I recommended it is because I liked listening to it. I yeah. found it really infectious because everyone on this podcast is super enthusiastic about teaching and how to bring new and interesting things to the classroom. One of the things that they complain about a lot is how difficult it is to keep kids' attention and stop mm. them from going off tangent. And that's what this podcast really aims to do is like giving them resources to bring into the classroom to keep children's attention 
on them. So I found it really interesting um, just to listen to, even from a layperson standard. Now, I am a big fan of educational podcasts. Yeah. So mm. I thought that I would bring in a podcast for educators. Yeah, cool. That's um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That so that good. is uh, For the Love of Teaching. Any particular episodes you'd like us to listen to? I recommended one on my little mm-hmm. thing called Favourite Rude Reads for Kids. Right. Um, because that's a fun one. Uh, lots of talks of bums and things. I love it. Uh, <laughs> but also, uh, like, the, the consent one is super interesting um, because that's, that's like, a big thing, especially for kids when, like, how do you police consent with other kids and that sort of thing. Yeah, cool. Um, but also their most recent episode, which was the Halloween episode, fun to listen to. Basically talking because uh, the people who are hosting that one are also mums, so they're basically talking about how parents get involved with Halloween and how Halloween's like just kind of come into the classroom usually used it used to not be a thing well, I like um, that Halloween's sort of a little bit more of a thing in Australia now it feels like it it's it never has been and I always kind of was jealous that we didn't really have it here it's still not really for the trick-or-treating stuff but a lot of people do you know parties yeah. and dress up just the spooky stuff in the classroom definitely a thing for the older crowd yeah. Rather than like the kids side of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get that happening. So that's uh, for the love of teaching. Cool. I'm going to go next. I took a slightly different uh, take on it. So rather than a podcast about education, I went with one that is education all. So I have picked a podcast called The Illusionist. Now, I'm a writer. I love my words. I love my language. You wouldn't tell it by listening to this podcast because <laughs> I don't word very well often. But this is an etymology podcast. So it's a funny educational podcast that explores the origins of different words in the English language, the lexicon. It's like uh, kind of a bit of a, a deep dive. And while it does sound really boring to anybody who's not a super, you know, super into language, really, um, in the host Helen Zaltzman's hands, it's it's really funny and entertaining and it's got a lot of humour in it and it's it's just funny and educational. So I really like this podcast and they also have um, like special bonus apps, uh, which is the Tranquillusionist episodes. So those episodes are designed to play while you're going to sleep. It's deliberately to lull you into sleep but also tell you about some stuff. So I really like that they have both of those. Um, yeah, I pick a word that you would like to know more about and I'm going to come go right it. out and tell you this is a podcast that I'm very familiar with. I figured you might <laughs> be. I, I haven't put it on my list because it's not one that I listen to constantly, but I always dip back into this one. Um, and particularly because etymology is one of my favorite things in the yes. entire world. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I will enjoy going back to this one. But I also just wanted to um, flag that the illusionists have, less, have left their network very recently, oh. uh, which was PRX's Radiotopia. Um, Helen Zaltzman basically said there's a lack of racial diversity and she's tried to deal with it and bring it up in several different ways and it just wasn't. So she's like, okay, well, I'm leaving. Fill my spot with a person of colour, please. Um, Yeah, so... And have uh, they? Th- th- this literally happened to tell? like three days ago. Oh, oh you are uh, on okay. it. Yeah, so it's uh, hats off to uh, Helen Zaltzman and I can't wait to listen to more of her stuff. Well, that's one of the things in one of the more recent episodes. I don't remember what word it was, but it has very negative 
racial connotations mm. and racial history. And so she got a lot of people of colour on to talk about different words in the lexicon that are not considered racist anymore, but they have such horrible... Um, oh, it's the term ghostwriting. Mm. The go- Listen to the ghostwriter episode. It's really good. Um, and the other one that I really liked as well is a very recent one. She goes, uh, nightmare for Halloween. So anyway, pick a word that you like and have a bit of a listen and be educated. Nick, yeah, what have you educated. got? Well, I was certainly educated by this podcast, which is uh, <laughs> TED Talks Education. Um, this is essentially, if you've seen TED Talks, this is basically extracts from uh, particular um, talks that involve um, specifically talking about education, educational systems, um, ways that you can teach your kids about like navigating trauma, which is a really good episode. If you get a chance, listen to that one. Um there's a lot of different voices that come out in this. It's literally only 9 to 15, 20 minutes. It's very short. Um, and I find that it's very much based on selling and talking about specific ideas and these educators sharing their specific experience as well. So in specifically with the students and trauma, this was uh, in that episode, there's um, the person that's on stage actually shares the like what had exactly happened to help them navigate that particular sort of trauma. Um, I thought this was super interesting because it's very much a, it's very fluid. There's not a, it's not specifically like we're going to talk about schools. We're not going to talk about reading. It's very much, we're going to talk about schools and then it's going to be something this and this and this and this. And it kind of, it, it is very fluid in just terms of what ideas it's going to share. Um, also, weirdly enough, um, I only discovered this a few weeks ago, it actually comes with videos as well, which is really cool. So if you listen to it in a specific podcast app, it'll actually be a video podcast. So Apple a- Podcasts, it will be a video Correct. podcast. Nice. Yes, I did notice it in Pocket Cast as well, actually, when I went back to... It is not it. available on Spotify. No. Boo, get on it, Spotify. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. well, of course, with these TED, so it's standard TED Talk format where it's more about people's experiences than. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of them sort of sh- show these ideas to the audience and share these particular experiences and kind of interweave that with the what either what they want to see changed or yeah. what is currently changing within educational systems. So, yeah. Cool. Okay, well, let's do a little bit of a back announce. So, Zane recommended... For the love of teaching. I recommended The Illusionist and... TED Talks Education. Yes, that was Nick's recommendation. Okay, let's go on to our reviews from last week. And I would like to start with Nick's. Mine... Yes. ...was Mm -hmm. uh, The Untold Story Policing. Um, a podcast, a short podcast um, that talks about and investigates uh, policing systems in the United States. What did you guys think? I think the host, Jay, I think he has a really great understanding that his show is going to be tough and angry making and does a brilliant job of lightening the mood without minimizing it. Um, I think as a host and he he keeps asking his producer to do things, but I feel like he'd probably have a big say in that as well. I think there's excellent instincts there um, in terms of like when he's talking about really dry legal stuff, he calls for his producer to pop a bead under it yeah. so that it kind of jazzes it up a bit. And it really does pump the energy up. I was skeptical, but I just think um, it's a very tight 
good four episodes and I think this is an example of a podcast that does not overstay its welcome, that says what it needs to say and gets out of there. Um, And I think that Jay as a host has excellent instincts and the producing team or person also have excellent instincts of how to not make an angry making podcast make you feel despair but instead feel motivated to do something yeah what do you think i agree for the most part mm-hmm. um jl's is a great host i will uh, absolutely admit that i have been i mean you all know me you've listened to me on this podcast i we was right on <laughs> this this protest revolution i wanted it to go further than it did and it didn't so i found this to be a great layperson's introduction to what the actual problems are. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Obviously, re- you know a lot more than well, yeah. and that, and, and you yeah. really looked into it. Because when I was it. listening to this, it was like, oh, oh, this is a bit simple. And then I was like, well, There no. were quite a few things that I didn't know, yeah, even though I consider myself fairly well-educated. Yeah, and that, that's something I'm that. like, no, I... Uh, again, like I learned these things maybe three weeks ago, yeah. Mm. So I can't, I can't go. Oh, well, I already know that. So shut up. Yeah. I'm like no, this is a really and really timely and and great way to address these issues. This is a great podcast. I would have liked more episodes. Yeah, really. I, yeah, yeah, I think four episodes is perfect for it. But I feel like it does lend itself to a few more. I think there are there are other topics and angles that you can probably two more episodes i think you could well most most short series are about six but i kind of liked with this one that he like everything felt like it had this is going to sound really wanky but i felt like every episode felt like it had movement to it Mm. and so the movement carried well through to the fourth episode but i i I kind of like the fact that an episode that a podcast finishes before i'm ready for it to finish if that makes sense i don't think i don't think that movement is content based I think that's production based. So I think yeah. if you had more content for more episodes, you could drive that movement all the way through to six. But again, like they're they're the ones producing it, they're the ones with the content. They made that call. Mm. Um but yeah, this again, this left me wanting more. Um but I yeah, this is this is a great place to start. Um and there's definitely a lot more that you can kind of run with and more available on lots of different platforms. There's a lot of information coming out about police practices, etc. Um on YouTube and on other podcasts, but yeah, this is a great place to start. Cool. All right. I would like to go next because I want to. Yeah, strong. The podcast that I recommended was called I Spied. It was of a former ASIO intelligence officer, now comedian Dave Callan and uh, Nova journalist Michelle Stevenson, basically talking about his time as a spy. And Before Nick says anything what Nick's is Nick's going to say okay can you guess what my problem with this podcast is uh, I'm gonna see if it's my well, same problem the problem that I had with the podcast mm-hmm. as the person who recommended it is that sometimes the humor is really awkward and falls flat that I think that might be part of it but also I really don't like his voice oh, real? of yeah, course and it, of and, course and usually that's something that I work up into yeah. after I listen to a lot of someone it was immediate with this one and I was like oh no See, I didn't like I, I, I didn't like her journalistic instincts but I really enjoyed the podcast uh, some of the questions I felt like she was fluffing him yeah. up rather than asking the questions I wanted her to ask yeah. but I still enjoyed it I mean that's the thing this is 
okay from a comedy perspective. I think I didn't really enjoy the information that it got across. So like it wasn't, if you're going into this looking for insight into Asia and what have you, I don't think, well, maybe you will, maybe There's, you will, but. um, There are a few good stories in there that he, like you can tell that he's done these as bits. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, and I think that I really had to struggle because like, yeah, it's funny but it's not consistently funny you could definitely edit this down a little bit I think and yeah like you said like it's not hard hitting and she doesn't keep him on topic very well I don't think they gel well together I think they gel I think I've heard them both do stuff separately and I yeah and actually if I don't think I would hate his voice if he was doing stand-up. I honestly think it's because that is that conversational tone that they mm. set up in this podcast mm. that that hit me. And I don't know why. And I don't like it. And I'm very sorry, David, um, not Dave. Or did I get that the wrong way around? No, you're correct. Like, he, he does call himself Dave, but okay. there was another There's comedian two. called yeah. Dave Callan, so it's a bit awkward. Because when I first heard and I was like, Dave Callan was in Asia? He's not even Australian. Um, <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look, um, this is a perfectly fine show. Um, I think the the big thing that I got out of it is that this feels like a, and I did researching it proves it, but it feels very much like bits for radio, mm. and it's produced by Nova, um, which is a radio station in Australia, and that's fine. Um, but to me, yeah, David kind of pissed me off a little bit. I think it might have been the voice. I just, I don't know. For me, that those two don't vibe. There's a weird energy it's, between okay, them. I'm glad it wasn't just me. No, no, no. no. There's a weird yeah. energy See, between I those two. I loved the stories, but I just wish he was telling his own stories. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like... I feel like they could have put, honestly, more effort into it. If it don't, And Michelle Stevenson, don't take this the wrong way. She it needs to be taken out of the picture and David needs to be given the show himself and they need to produce the show around him. That's what this should be. Yeah. And it's not because yeah. the energy between these two from from the go and I got four episodes in before I was like, no, I've got to check out. Because I felt like they were going for a dollop vibe but not even getting a quarter of the way up that slope. Yeah. And yeah. look, I didn't want to say this last week because when I started listening to it, I was like, these stories are really cool, but... Um, I'm actually glad you gave me the opportunity to have the beef before because, yeah, I, <laughs> mm. I don't like their chemistry together. And That's I weird. and I actually, for me, I thought it was her being awkward with him, but maybe it's just the two of them not. Yeah, maybe. I yeah, mean, she's, she's a bit awkward because some of the questions she throws at, throws at him feel very much like... for a bit that he's already yeah, going to say, it feels, which annoyed me a little it, bit. It feels kind of radio prompty, and this is the vibe that I got. I, it honestly feels like if you cut this into... You know, how we got seven episodes. If we cut all of his bits and you have 35 episodes out of that, you could, you would have fooled me and said these are just cool radio bits of David phoning into yeah. to Nova telling his story. Honestly, without knowing whether this is what they did or not, I do feel like they just sat down and they recorded it all in one go as well it, because yes. you can feel it the is energy pretty short flagging too, a little yeah. bit towards the end of some of the episodes that I'm at now. Having said that, I still think some of the stories of what ASIO does is fucking mental. And <laughs> it, it's honestly, it's pretty eye-opening. And I mean, this is because it's sort of a product of, I think he said the 80s. Was he, was that when he was working in it? Yeah, yeah, the 80s or something I like think, that? I think so. Um, there's, ob- there's obviously a few differences to what ASIO is now, but all, listening to some of the stories is is quite fun. Like he's he's got a good way of telling a story. It just for me, I was like, 
what are you, Michelle, what are you doing here? Yes. And this needs to be produced better. It just felt to me that it's just a radio bit that's put into yeah. long form and I, it didn't vibe with me. I'm not saying it's bad because if anyone's like sitting there going, I want to listen to a spy show that's very easy to listen to, this is probably a good See, start. Yeah, I, I mean, just like knowing what say... Aussie spies do. <laughs> yeah, like... no, but that's a, good, that's a good point. Like, This is a good start for that because this is probably the only one that I can think of that at least talks about ASIO in a in a in a deeper I say in quotes yeah. in an adult way in an adult right? way yeah. like oh Asia were there as well yeah yeah, um, yeah I think they I would never I would never say that this is bad it was just it was weird and I didn't yeah I just didn't get it or it didn't get me um, I'd like to know yeah. what the listeners think if you guys listen to this podcast let us know what you think about yeah. either the chemistry or the stories or just the whole vibe of the thing because it'd be interesting to see if it's if it's just us in this yeah, room yeah. I want to know how it's advertised on Nova well, when I looked at it right, so it's not under Nova's podcast brands. It's actually produced by a Diamantina uh, oh, podcast. Okay. It's, sure. They call it a DM podcast is their brand. So yeah. I don't know whether that's an offshoot of Nova or whether... Because um, I know Nova are going into podcasting now, now that they've bro- Acast has broken away from Nova. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be, it'd it'd be worth be having a look up. But, yeah, sure. the, the podcast okay. network that they're on is called Diamantina, so I don't know whether it's actually from Nova. Right, yeah, just, just used- because the, the show's website links to Nova... So that's yeah. why I was just like, oh, and then it says Nova Journalist Michelle Stevenson. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. Well. I it might, it might be a subsidiary. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Oh, but they yeah. do the bit. Sorry, I just did a quick check of Diamantina. They do the Batuta Advocate podcast and stuff like that. Okay, cool. Cool. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So let us then go on to Zane's. Let's have some beef. With the delightful title. <laughs> Gutting the Sacred Cow, <laughs> uh, which is basically uh, a film a film analysis podcast where it's not analysis; it's a film no, c- dumping yeah. podcast, yeah, and I love that. <laughs> uh, where two comedians, um, the two Kevins, uh, Ke- Kevin Gooty or Gooty and Kevin Israel, get guests on to tell you why your favorite films are bad. Look, first off, this title is god awful. I'm sorry, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a terrible title. Like, and I know that they're trying to like. Um, you know, that's what people say, gutting the sacred cow is like destroying something that is revered. Mm-hmm. And I get mm-hmm. where they're going with it. But until you told us what it was about, I was just like expecting some doom and gloom terrible. And even their artwork has them literally slicing gutting a cow, cow open. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I for a podcast that's as fun as it is <laughs> and as good as it is in terms of like it does what it does and I really enjoyed it. I just guys, that name had me creepy crawling um i quite liked the i listened to two episodes i listened to uh fast times at ridgemont high because i hate that movie and everybody else is like what do you mean you hate that movie so it was nice to kind of be on the side of the people who are being like this is actually terrible um and then i listened to uh a movie that i know is problematic but i love (laughs) So I listen to Dirty Dancing. <laughs> yep, yeah. It's terrible, but I love it. And I didn't find myself arcing up as much as I expected to because I have the knowledge that it is also a terrible movie. If I listen to an episode of something that I genuinely love, I feel like I'd want to break my stereo. <laughs> um, the one criticism 
I do have is that occasionally it feels a bit dude bro Yeah, yeah. Um, especially when they have male guests on. Yes, yes. And look, I have no problem with podcasts that just have dudes on it because some of my favourite podcasts just have dudes on it. But every now and then they, like, in the one I listened to, they were making fun of Forrest Whitaker's eyes and I'm like, oh, I'm not. And, you know, for a podcast that's as funny as, as it is, they don't need to do that. They don't need to go into the dude bro territory to be funny. They just are. Yeah, so, yeah. like, cut it out, guys. You're hilarious anyway. You don't need to make those jokes. Yeah. This is – I listened to two episodes. I went. I did specifically go to movies that I knew that a lot of my friends liked and yes. that I didn't. So, I yes. listened to Interstellar. I Interstellar. Freely, I freely walked into the echo chamber <laughs> of my choosing. And, and I think we've spoken about Interstellar in a, in a pre-show podcast. Uh, or off mic or something. Off mic or something it's, like that. It's but terrible. I, I think I chose – it's hard because I, this episode starts off very poorly. Like I was listening to these two talking about porn for about 12 minutes with a female guest, Alice Vaughn, who it was just very awkward. And they spoke about how there's, t- there was like too much Asian porn. And like, I prefer, and I'm like, I'm like, Zane, I was like, I was sitting there. I'm like, Zane, what the fuck is this? I was like, I damn, this is, this episode. is, well, I mean, it, it, the weird thing is that after that 12 minutes and after they let Alice start talking and then they start talking to Alice, it becomes really good. It's the dude bro stuff. Just tone yeah. down that tiny bit of, you know, locker room talk. Yeah. And, the the discussion around Interstellar, and I also listened to Independence Day as well. The discussion around those movies is actually quite interesting in how they tear it apart. Mm. I'm like with Interstellar when they actually and Alice Vaughn actually the guest is an, uh, used to be a physicist, so she literally just goes, "I'm I'm a get science and dissect Brilliant. this shit." Brilliant. I'm like, "Oh, this is I need to send this to all of my friends just so I can be like <laughs> Interstellar sucks ass." And here's why: Don't here's listen why. to the first twelve minutes. Yeah, put that. Well, I put a bookmark there and. Um, look, I, I don't think I'll continue with it. I feel like there might be one or two episodes I want to listen to in terms of like I want to find a movie that I fucking hate that I know and people I want love. To, and I want to know yeah. why I can shove it in my friend's yeah, face. Just, oh, yeah. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I want you to try and listen to an episode of a film that you adore and see. Because okay. I'm going to do okay. that too. I'm okay. going to go try and find that. a film cool. that I adore. Another thing that I really did like about it is I love their um, their format where they kind of go through the Metacritic score. Yeah, guessing, I did like that a lot. The Rotten yeah. Tomato guessing, saying a few memorable quotes from the film. Like they've got a nice format to it. Um, just tighten it up with the dude bro talk. And sometimes their energy was a bit too much cocaine for me. <laughs> like very early like morning radio like yeah radio. and I, I don't think it's to the detriment of it I was like oh Jesus Christ it's okay. on the toilet in the morning yeah it's like Ira and the dude yeah <laughs> um <laughs> The I don't think that's like a bad thing, and I can understand that having that energy means people are like, oh well, this is like there's a lot here. But I'm like, oh my god, my guys, how how much how many lines did you do before you started recording? Holy shit, two, just two, two, that's two, fine. Two's I fine. mean, if you do, if we need to do two, that's fine. Um, yeah, I, look, I'll content do that. Content wise I'll, and format wise, yeah. I think it's I think it's really good content, yeah. and I love the concept. I yeah. really I think do. it is good, and I do love how they changed. The episode titles being named does grease to like Mike Price bulldozes Batman Returns, like the really yeah. clickbaity he- headlines. I, had, like, I do Bill like Bill McCuddy a lot. expels Fast it's Times at Ridgemont Ridge High. High. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so look, it's I don't think it's a bad show. I just there's a the dude bro stuff sometimes even gets an, a lot for me, and you and I've given you dude bro shows that you fucking hated. Yes, and like 
the, even this, I was like, this is a lot. But once they actually get into the discussions and, yeah. and tearing it apart, it's it's, it's a it's really, really good, good way to break a film down. It is, it is. It's to just break it into tiny pieces yeah, and it's, smash it. It's a bit different, it's, and it's hard for me to say, oh, this is just another movie podcast. I feel like some the energy of it plays into that a little bit more as well, where they're just fucking hyper. And they're just like we're going to shred it. So I I I dig it, but yeah, as, that's the start of the uh, Interstellar one was not despises good. Despises movie podcasts, which is just people talking about movies. Movies. It's got to have a gimmick. Yeah. This 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 got me over the line. It was like, yeah, this is really interesting because you're taking one very passionate stand. And, and you're destroying <laughs> shit that people love. Yeah. And where's no fun? It, the, well, I don't like destroying things that people love, but I do love Schadenfreude. Yes. So <laughs> imagining other people hating it is, yeah. Look, there's something for everybody. Yeah. All right, guys, that is us done for today. If you would like to have your podcast reviewed, you can send it to us on any of our social medias or go to That's Not Canon dot com forward slash castology and fill out our little form let's not forget that gutting the sacred cow was a listener submission absolutely so we do review them zane will listen to everything that gets sent in nick and i may listen to a lot of what gets sent in but nowhere near as much as zane <laughs> uh we cannot guarantee that we will put your podcast on the air but we will definitely listen to it um if you would like to send us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would help us immeasurably. We love that shit. And if you just want to have a chat to us, talk to us on any of the social medias because we love chatting. That's true. what we do. Chats we love chatting. Um, that's it. That's Have I done all our obligations? Yeah. Have I fulfilled everything? That's all the things. Do we have a chat at the end as well? Or mm, What do you want to chat about? I don't know. I just saw a picture of a cat with pepperoni on its head. So that's delightful. I'll send it to you guys. It's pretty okay. cute. My cat <laughs> loves pepperoni. Like, do you just... Do you Cats just... eat pepperoni? They're yeah. not meant to. They're meant to have, like, they like can tiny, have a little tiny. bit. Yeah. But, like, my cat loves pepperoni. Like, my cats don't like human food at all. But if there's a pepperoni pizza in the oh, house... so weird. They... Well, uh. one just kind of goes along for the ride. But <laughs> but my, my black cat will just, like, I would like some of this, please. Oh, my God. Giant cat. My mum's oh. dog is obsessed with human food, but like my mum has pampered it from such a young age. She was like, here's some chicken breast, but I'll warm it up for you. Oh. And here's some cheese and we'll so melt sweet. it onto something for you. I was like, you cannot, this is not a good thing to say. You're going to be doing this every day for the rest of its life and it's going to get upset when you don't do it anymore. It's You're true. spoiling your fur child. Okay, that's enough chatting. Just like a real children. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> God damn it. I've been Liz Best. I've been Zane Z. Weber. And I've been Nick Bleeker. Listen to podcasts and, you know, chat. History is a fascinating field that is unfortunately massive on a scale that beggars comprehension and is not always easily accessible, especially when we're talking about the complex issues of human rights abuses and government oppression that surround genocides. Here at Genistory, we agreed to do this. We aim to change that. Join me on the 15th of every month as we take a comprehensive overview of the field of genocide studies, the various genocides throughout history, and the representation of genocide in fictional media. Together, we're going to help ensure that never again is more than just a slogan. You can find Genistory wherever you find podcasts. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 